Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle with Kevin Dooling, KD Investors. Livestock futures seeing a little bit of red as we move through the mid-session with the grain trade to the plus side. And I guess the big question here today, Kevin, is, you know, after the higher close yesterday, we maybe scored some reversals. What do we need today to confirm those reversals? Do you think they're going to hold? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, the sellers are still present in, in corn and soybeans. You're still seeing, um, you know, selling activity come into those. Um, you know, we got the jump because of the export sales and plus uh, come some um, some new sales as well to China. So that that kind of goosed everything a little bit after yesterday's reversal. So but we still got a ways to go. You know, corn corn's got to get up probably to that 455, 460 area before that chart starts looking better. Uh, soybeans have got, oh, they've got a good 30 cents to go as well. So we've got, you know, it's hard to get excited on a Friday. Um, we'll just kind of see what happens, you know, and the cattle, they broke out technically this week and, and now they're on waiting for the on feed report. So, you know, today's little sag in price is, is expected, I would yeah. say. Soybeans, I know you've been watching the monthly continuation chart there, haven't you? Right. Yeah. We talked about that last fall and it, it just looks horrible. It's just giant head and shoulders top. And, and I think that keeps a lot of funds on the sell side of this thing. And that's partially why we've seen no traction out of the, you know, fairly historic drought we've seen in South America, um, you know, with the yield reports coming in below expectations. And um, it's going to take something pretty bullish to get those guys out of that pattern. And, you know, as we, keep evolving in markets and, and having to, to more or less uh, trade against the computer trade. Um, you know, you have to look at what they're looking at and just kind of throw the supply and demand to the side a little bit. And it makes very challenging markets, marketscape. So. Kevin, you mentioned the 11 million bushel sale of soybeans to China this morning, which was interesting to see considering we'd heard maybe talk of cancellations even this week out of China. What's your sense of whether China really needs this business? Did they just find value? Are they filling reserves? What's going on? We've got a lot going on there. Their crops weren't that great this year. The wheat crop had a big problem. Uh, the corn prices are elevated you know, domestically, and then you've got a, just a massive hog herd. So they were going to need record amounts of grain anyway. And, you know, and then also this is our election year. So, you know, I think that could could easily throw throw markets a loop there, and China's probably wanting to stockpile a little bit, um, just to uh, you know, are we going to go back to a phase one trade deal next year? Is that is that likely? Um, and so maybe they're trying to stockpile ahead of that. You've also got the Taiwan election, so you've got a lot of outside the chaos that uh, you know it seems like they're they're going to be well prepared for uh, when the time comes. So. Do you think we've escaped uh, soybean cancellations at lower prices, at least for the time being? Then does this signal that? I think it does. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, I mean, that's all the all the bear chatter this last couple of weeks was. Oh, I just guess they're going to cancel. They're going to cancel. I was like, well, no, they're not going to cancel. They're still buying. So and they, and you know they bought wheat this week as well. Uh, they bought a corn cargo. So I'm sorry, but I mean it's one sixth of the population and they need grain. So. It's, it's there's really no reason for them to cancel at this time. Yeah. So you mentioned China on the weekly report here in terms of uh, wheat business. And so kind of flying under the radar there a little bit. 
Um, let's talk technically about uh, the wheat market as well. Kansas City and Minneapolis making new contract lows yesterday before we put in those reversals. Chicago's chart doesn't look quite as bad, though. Yeah, Chicago's got a different pattern altogether. You know, we didn't make new lows this week, at least, at least yet. Um, you can you can make out a head and shoulders bottom if those if yesterday's low holds. Um, we we saw the big exports, you know, this week. So, you know, the wheat's kind of funny because you don't get the fancy daily announcements. You have to wait for the weekly report, and and then you know just a massive amount of hard red spring and and white wheat got sold this week. So. You know, I would really like to see those protein wheats start to lead the way up. I think Minneapolis structure is fantastic uh, with the record record commercial long and hedge fund short and the deliverable deliverable stocks so low. Um, it's got it's got a lot of potential. I don't know when that's going to pop, but um, I'm, I'm encouraged by today, but it's still not leading the way higher today. It's still kind of the dog of the three. Mm -hmm. So uh, got got some work to do yet. What's your thought about shipping issues in terms of wheat, especially in the Red Sea region through the Suez Canal? It looks like Ukraine is maybe seeing some hardships because of it. A little bit. Yep. I mean, if I think the, the grain shipments are down 40% through the Suez there. Um, you, you, you know, so far we're not, you know, maybe we're starting to see a little shift to the Pacific Northwest. You know, a lot of the, you know, you had what, 500,000 tons that's going to get shipped out of the, the uh, Pacific Northwest that uh, got logged in the books in today's report. So, so that's a good sign. Um, the Panama Canal is still, you know, not not in great shape. So, I mean, it's it's improving, but uh, I think grain still still the low low one on the total bowl. So, yeah. it's it should be an advantage to us on the West Coast, and and I've been kind of shocked that it hasn't uh, hasn't uh, taken off yet. So, no doubt. You mentioned cattle, cattle and feed report coming out this afternoon. We're seeing both sides of steady here in terms of the cattle market activity going into that report. But we've built in some pretty bullish expectations. What if we don't get them? Well, if we don't get the bullish bullish report like everybody wants, I mean, anytime everybody's expecting one report, that's always a, you know asking for trouble. I would not be surprised to see this market back off down to the to the uh, breakout point. You know, it's in, in what four or five. Uh, four or five uh, bucks cheaper, you know, and just test that point and, and see, you know, we've got rumors of the, of the weights coming down pretty good, which I think everybody expects there to be a bubble on that with low weights, but you know, some of that could just be caused by the cold weather too. So. Yeah. And technically we've looked really good this week. So if we get a bullish report, you know, we could really take off here, you think, or will we run back up into some chart resistance again? Well, there's a big gap on the charts around 250 in April, and, and that's kind of my target. I think I think yeah. short term, if we could get back up there, that'd be pretty good. And, you know, fundamentally, I think we can. Um, it's just, you know, how's the news flow happen? How's, how's everything go in the meantime? So, And crude oil, a little bit of pressure there today, but actually from a chart perspective, you think maybe we're close to a breakout? Yeah, crude oil looks good. You know, they keep trying to bury that thing and it gets down to 70 bucks and keeps bouncing and keeps bouncing. And, you know, we're only about a dollar away from what looks like a pretty good chart breakout in that market. And, you know, given the, the Red Sea and what's going on back there in the Middle East, geez, you think we'd be up another 40, 50 bucks from where we are. And, and it just hasn't happened. And, you know, I like crude oil. I like to see that market move. You know, and one, one of my old peers said, uh, 
don't ever complain about the high fuel prices because that you know grain's going to follow so but you know so far we just haven't seen any any response to that but we're close i feel like we're close to breaking that out so yeah i think there's been a lot of surprise we haven't put in more premium war premium into that crude oil market all right thanks right. for joining us uh, that is kevin dealing with kd investors and markets now